Now, 7.35, plastic, seen as a wonder material, and it really has been so useful for the world in a variety of products, from food wrappers to airplane parts. But where does it all go after those products are used? That's the problem. A team of scientists based in California combined global data on plastic debris and concluded the total amount of plastic ever made on Earth adds up to 8.3 billion tonnes, covering an entire country the size of Argentina. Let's now bring in Dr. Roland Gare, Bren School of Environmental Science and Management at the University of California, Santa Barbara, the lead author of the study, who raised concern over this in Planet Plastic. Uh, now, thank you very much for joining us today. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, great to have you. And it's obviously hard at this point to imagine life without plastic. We've got to find a way to better deal with it, not going just going forward, but also what we've already done. And the use of 3D printers, etc., could just make the problem worse if we're not better prepared. Can you talk to us about the evolution of our dependence on plastic so we can understand just how ingrained it's become? Yes, plastics is um, actually a very young material. Um, I'm, I think there are quite a few people alive that actually grew up in a world without plastics. So um, we say that mass production of plastics started after the Second World War, around 1950. And since then, um, the plastic production and use has just been on this incredible growth trajectory, and that does not um, look like it's going to stop anytime soon. So what's the, the significance of your research and the impact you expect it to have? So we knew from previous research that um, 4 to 12 million metric tons um, of plastic waste made their way from land into the oceans in just one year alone. So we wanted to step back and uh, get a global big picture of the plastic waste management challenge and and that was the uh, motivation for our research and what we hope to achieve with which with putting numbers um to all of this is that um it will underpin hopefully um renewed efforts to stem the tide of plastics yeah i understand you're quoted before saying your mantra is you can't manage what you don't measure but is the That's scale right. of this just so vast that it that for some it will just seem too daunting that that the horse is long since bolted on this oh i i wouldn't say that it um it's it's true that there is already a um, tremendous amount of plastics um in the natural environment we can all see it and but um i think that is even more reason to um change the way we produce and use plastics in the future to just not make it worse from a recycling point of view it's, it's a question that still is being dealt with what can you recycle uh, and i think more than ever now we're seeing all the various different recycling symbols on products generally here in korea there are a lot of recycling uh, bin or rubbish can available there's also i think growing awareness of it here but at the same time uh, debates even within households as to what you can and can't recycle and what percentage of plastics can be reused. What, what is the world's recycling situation at the moment? Yeah, um, 
uh, Korea is not alone with with that um, challenge. Um, so we estimate that, um, sadly, uh, all the plastic produced by humankind so far, um, only 9% of that has been recycled. So um, that um, is, of course, is, is not where we want to be with uh, recycling. And um, I, I think we need to... I, I don't want to discourage people to recycle, but I, I also think that we need to um, look at other tools of sustainable materials management. I don't know if Korea also has the so-called waste management hierarchy, um, like here in uh, the U.S., which goes reduce, reuse, recycle. And so I think we, you know, uh, re- reduce and reusing are, are two other very important ways to uh, deal with plastics. Well, th- th- there's also, I think, misinformation and, and a fear on some of these things, even safety of reusing plastics. The safety of plastics, full stop. Uh, not all plastics are equal, are they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are many different polymers in use, and it's also important to know that uh, the additives are added to the polymers to um, give the final plastics its desired properties. And, and some of these chemicals that are added to plastics um, have been uh, cause for concern, uh, like, for example, bisphenol A, uh, which is used as a plasticizer in certain types of plastics. Yeah, we often see um, children's products advertised as being free of that. Uh, but can you talk to us about the issues if we incinerate plastic debris um, or, or put it in landfills uh, you know, for that waste that we can't do anything with? Right. Um, landfill I, might be, a, a, you know, um, the only good option that we have until we find better days, uh, better ways to fill with plastic waste. Um, a sanitary landfill, I think, will keep plastic safe for uh, a long time. Unfortunately, plastics are likely to last even longer. Um, incineration... Um, is of course it, it depends. I mean, we we said what we certainly don't want to see is simply plastics um, burned on the side of a street um, because there there will be um, uh, significant air pollution. Um, so uh, there are now modern waste, so-called waste to energy incineration technologies um, that have. Uh, very um, modern um, air pollution control and also use the the heat from incinerating plastics to make electricity that is increasingly used in Europe and also in China and I think that's also something that uh, we we will have to look at. Looking at some of the uh, figures here, from 1950 we produced over 8 billion tonnes of plastic products as heavy as 25,000 Empire State Buildings according to your report. Where has all that amount gone? Because uh, we know that waste streams and other open environment areas are filled with plastic. The ocean, for example. Uh, apparently, according to a UN report, by 2050, ocean plastic could outweigh fish. It's not all gone in safe landfills. No, absolutely not. So um, our study revealed that um, an estimated, as I mentioned earlier, 9% of all the plastic waste we so far generated, and that's 6.3 of those 8.3 uh, billion metric tons, the other two are still in use, 9% have been recycled, which means that, of course, then they will come around again and become plastic waste. 
was incinerated, so that is truly gone from the planet, and that leaves about 80% of all plastic waste that we've generated so far uh, accumulating somewhere, either on landfills or in open dumps or the natural environment. Uh, What we weren't able, unfortunately, to uh, calculate is what fraction of that 80% is in landfills or in open dumps or the environment. I suspect many of us uh, will come across plastic products on a, on a daily basis in the form of things like plastic bottles and plastic bags. And we have seen initiatives from stores to, for example, charge uh, what is frankly a minimal amount for the use of plastic bags, but maybe it's enough to make some people think twice before accepting one. Uh, what can we do? I mean, is it enough just to slow down, uh, to reduce a little bit, in, in other words, to use a plastic bag two or three times before it inevitably breaks, or to try to use a water bottle a couple of times before it also inevitably becomes uh, dirty or unappealing to use? I, well, ev- everything helps. I think it's important to keep that in mind. And, of course, you know, what, what households do gets multiplied by just the sheer number of households there are. But I think it's important also to acknowledge that I think it should not just be left to the households and to the consumer. I think it's also important that industry steps up and uh, deals with the issue and uh, also that um, policy, uh, government, local, regional, national governments get, you know, get uh, get a head start on this issue and and uh, consider how to, how to deal with that, that growing uh, tide of plastic waste um, through good environmental policy. But we should perhaps be better educated on the different materials that we are exposed to. For example, um, some materials cannot be recycled at all. Some materials are hazardous. And when we go to a, a large superstore, often it's the cheaper item that will be in that category. We could spend an extra dollar's worth or an extra five dollars worth, and it's not necessarily easy for everyone to do that. But if we do have the means, it would be responsible, wouldn't it, to spend a bit more on a more recyclable product? I, I think it would be a fantastic idea if um, you know consumers would, would be willing to pay some extra money to, to um, buy some environmental protection with their products and safeguard the environment. Um, And another possibility simply, really, as you mentioned earlier, I think many of those products um, may not, we may not even really need if we think about it. So um, that means we can reduce plastics use and actually save money at the same time. So I think there are many different ways we can, as individuals, help to... um, to avoid plastic to become an even bigger problem. But you're right, there's, there's, you know, information is still a problem, and I think this is where policies come in, uh, and and, uh, labels, eco-labels, environmental labels. Um, One thing that I think, you know, is the flip side of recycling plastics is actually to buy products that contain recycled plastic. Um, So there are are just many different ways um, Mm. to... uh, 
to deal with that. But again, I think it's um, the, the consumer alone um, will should not uh, should not be left with dealing with this. So um, yeah, we, we've got to be I looking at the reduction and the reusing, as you mentioned before. Just finally, absolutely. as a piece of advice, I know you said industry has to take the lead here, but any particular plastics all of us should look out for on labels to avoid, if possible. Um, I no, I don't. I don't want to single out any any particular polymers. They all have their, um, you know, their uses and their um, their advantages and their disadvantages. I think in in general, just um, whenever we reach to the aisle to get that, you know, very as you say, cheap product made out of plastic, we can just every time we can ask ourselves, do we actually need it or? Um, um, can we just do without and be just as happy or maybe uh, you know buy something uh, that uh, that uh, uh, has has a lower environmental impact thank you so much dr Gare, for joining us today oh my pleasure thanks for having me on alex Dr. Roland Geyer from the University of California, Santa Barbara, with a very important message. Maybe you're already doing your own bit and you'd like to share some tips for your fellow listener. Please do so. Pound a sharp, 1013 for 51 per message.